Get it? Yeah, I got it. Sorry, maybe it's not silk. I don't know what. No, I think it's silk because it's it's like it wouldn't get sweaty if that's what you're saying. Silk really like clings to you though. That's the only problem. Mm. No, it's really light and refreshing. No, it's not mm. silk. All right, Who so knows? What Content catch up. Friends and enemies, welcome back to another episode of the Content Catch Up, your favorite sports content podcast. Do you like that? That's a fair little to bit say. of a yeah. little bit of an yeah, addition to that. That's not bad. Um, you're listening to the great voices of myself, Julian, and my friend Michael Barker. Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me once again. Great to be back. Uh, what's going on? Talk to me. How's your week? I um I've had a good week. Uh, I actually it's Australian Open time. We're just about to finish by the time you listen to to this show. Um, but I went to the tennis for the first time on Monday. Um, first time out. ever. Yeah, first time ever. I'm not a big tennis person. Um, as you nah, can imagine, my my patience for sport um would it drop significantly in tennis. Um, but I enjoyed it. Saw a couple of very good games and then left after the first set of one because I was I'd had enough. Um. But it was a very good experience. Um, I'll tell you what's weird about tennis though, right? Mm. So I can sit and I can watch like eight hours of cricket, even at the even at the ground or the venue, and be totally fine with that. But I really yeah. struggled with tennis because you're not allowed to talk like while oh, the play yeah. is happening. Because cricket's more the social release, mm. like the catch up with mates. But that's a really good point. No, I mean, last week we said that. Why do they need silence? Yeah, they're they're very precious. But like, I found found that made it a little bit more boring. Like you're just sitting there going, I can't even talk about what's going on. I've got like ten seconds in between when they start to serve or not. And also, you're not mm. allowed to like come back to your seat during a play. Like you have to wait. Uh, yeah, Elise was saying this, that, uh, yeah, you've got to wait and if the game goes for ages, then you're just standing there looking like an idiot and you can't actually watch it. Yeah, it's kind of like a little bit backward. They need to update something, what they're doing there. Like players just need to get a grip. Barks, you've been busy this week. I saw you um, headed down to a WNBL game. Yeah, busy boy, busy boy this week. So, I mean, firstly Carlton, I feel like plenty's happening with Carlton. But, um, yeah, so got an opportunity to go take some some snaps at a WNBL game, which is which is lots of fun, actually. It's bloody hot inside the stadium, but um, got which, some good grabs and good fun. Which game did you head to? So, Southside Flyers at Dandenong Stadium and the Perth Lynx were down, down in our next neck of the woods. God bless the Perth Lynx who are doing it tough with... Uh Old mate Mark McGowan not letting them back home. Aren't they? I know they stranded in Ballarat stuck, or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, that was good fun. Um, I've I've wanted to do that for a while, so it was good to do it, and hopefully a few more opportunities come up. So shouts to the crew at WNBL. Had that come about? Uh just the the cold DMing. With I mean, it's very uh, it's it's sort of the only way you got to do it. But I, I I tried it. I'll be honest. I tried a fair few yeah. people, and finally um. Jessica, if you're listening, thanks for getting back to me and <laughs> organizing it for me. Um, yeah, no, there's no, I guess I was just trying to find the individual of if you want to do something as opposed to reaching out to the organization, like the general general email, find the individual, hassle them, general email. General email. Um, yeah, good on you, mate. I saw the photos. They look pretty good. <laughs> thanks. Which one is your favorite? At Mike Wolf, everyone, go check it out. Does He's up to 835. Uh 
follow no 600 635 followers or something like that is growing a you bit of an audience checked it or something. i checked it this morning because i've seen okay. your name pop up on a few things and i'm like how oh, his followers got to be growing Busy he's at 670 675 what we've got to uh, worry about here with you is your follower follower to following ratio what, plus, how many are, how am i yeah, following you're nearly plus 200 you're following 831 you've got to you've well, got to Gotta no, cut back on that ratio. You gotta have a positive no. ratio. You're too old to think about this. You're not Gen Y. You're like a boomer or something. I've got a plus thirteen follower ratio. I'm in the positive. Oh fucking! Let's talk about <laughs> the shit that matters. All right. <laughs> what are we talking about? Here? Yeah. All um, right. Well, tell us about your content, dickhead. Yeah. No. So I just got a quick one this week on. Um, we'll bring up the old the old uh, run sheet, but. Puma Footy and uh, Instagram page I've followed for, speaking of photography, this is a good segue, um, by the white line, at, at by the white line, is um, Rachel Back or Buck. I don't know the, how to pronounce the last name. Buck. Um, so I've followed Rachel for a while and by the white line, I assume is just the name of uh, all her photos of soccer. So she's a soccer photographer, photographer, I believe. But she recently did a collab with... Puma footy, which um, features a series of athletes that um, I just wanted to raise because I think it's really cool that um, something I've noticed with Rachel is every post she makes, it's not just um, a post for the sake of being a post. Like she will go detailed into what the photo means to her and the story behind it, which I absolutely love. I think it's great to actually get an insight into the person taking the photo. Uh, photo. Um but yeah, anyway, I just wanted to quickly raise this Puma really neat graphic uh, carousel on Instagram. And the first athlete that features that I saw was Monique Conti, um, Richmond AFLW player, as everyone knows, used to play WNBL. basketball professionally. WNBL, yep. Um, but anyway, there's a beautiful carousel here, and I'll just read out the caption because it's it sort of gives you an insight into what I'm talking about. So with Mon, there's more than meets the eye. When you're in the room with her, you can feel her energy. She's friendly, a little cheeky, and very entertaining. Meet her on the field and the last thing you want to do is underestimate her. She's at the top of her game and unrelenting in her pursuit of the footy. Um, another one with Sabrina from Collingwood, I Sat believe Frederick. it is. Yes, yes. This one, so Sabrina from Collingwood, AFLW player. Uh, during a recent shoot, well, this is actually the first one. So during a recent shoot, by the white line, had the opportunity to speak to and shoot a number of our AFLW and NRLW players. Um, and then they sort of just go on a little spiel about what Rachel actually is trying to do with these photos. So off the field, Sabrina has an infectious positive energy and a smile that you can't miss. On the field, she's a force to be reckoned with and will be giving it all she has in her new team colours. All I wanted to say was I think this type of thing is great for a sport that basically needs let's be honest, all the exposure they can get because they don't get what they deserve. Mm. So well done, Rachel. I love what you're doing. I think that's cool. It's like a little bit of the human of humans of New York meets um, the sports world, and then combining with obviously Puma lifestyle kind of um, clothing. So it's got that commerce and and retail arm to it as well. Mm. It takes it away from just footy. Um, I like how she's um, also stuck to like a bit of a um, like a formula, like on the fi- on the field, off the field, and that's probably like yeah. the theme of the f- f- photographs as well. Like they're they're more off the field, but it's bringing in that on the field personality to it. Um, exactly. No, cool. Fine. The, the layout of these are really cool as well. Like the little edits and stuff. I'm not sure if that's um, Rachel or if it's um, Puma that does that, but still it's 
nice little um yeah nice good, little way to display the photos yeah yeah and i think that's on the puma side but you're right it's about who they are on the field and who they're off the field which we go on about a lot so i just mm. wanted to give the shouts to rachel and puma footy because i think it's Really cool piece of content and easy, easy to consume as well. That's the one yeah. thing that I sort of noticed. What are your thoughts on these like long captions, like stories within captions? Do you think they, they're effective or do you think people just still gloss by them a little bit? Both, I reckon. Yeah. Like I think not, and people are going to skip over this, I think, once they see how many lines it has. But I really enjoy, that's why I wanted to bring it up because I really enjoy actually reading through rather than just, um, I did it with my Matty Garrick shoot the other week. He sort of just put that small caption of what it actually is, but um, Rachel goes into depth of what it actually is, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think it's like it's nice not to have to leave a platform to read a story. Like I think you can put part of it to or the yeah, most like right. enticing part of the the whole overall story in the caption and then maybe if people are still interested that you can redirect, but like – I mean, we're all about keeping people engaged where they are and if where they're engaged is Instagram, keep them engaged on Instagram and do what you can to to make them come back for more. Um, yeah. I think, it, I think it also shows she has a passion for it. Like it's not just taking photos for the, taking, yeah. for the sake of taking photos. She loves to meet the athletes judging by these captions. So yeah. well done, Rachel. On you, Rach. On ah. you, Rach. Oh, can I have a quick shout out to our 14-year-old uh, Max slid into my DMs asking for me to do a shoot of his basketball game, which I just thought it was great. <laughs> it was, it's real random, but like a 14-year-old <laughs> slid into my DMs and asked me if I Are could shoot his it? basketball game. <laughs> uh, no, sorry, Max. But I, I just... <laughs> I, I just found it funny because it's just like I'd, I'd oh, chase these opportunities. Imagine, and imagine Max, if Max is listening <laughs> to this and you just shattered his dream on I've already, de- I've already denied him. I didn't leave him hanging. I just said thanks, but no thanks, basically. Why did you say good. no? We don't need to go into it. I just said it's not the type of. No, nah, I, I think you should do it. It's not the type of work. I, I, sh- I could, but I'm Come not on, going give to. back to the community, mate. What do you reckon he'd say if I'd like asked him how much he'd pay? I'll probably be like, oh, I'll buy you a bag of Cheetos after the game or something <laughs> like that. You can anyway, share a slice just, of my post-match pizza if we win. I wanted to appreciate the courage to do that. I think you should do it. I think you should get 14. off your high horse and just do it. I'll do it if he pays me. What isn't the satisfaction of knowing that you've helped a 14-year-old enough? No. God, you're a cruel person. You want to talk some tennis? Yeah, look, last week... Um, I think we spoke about maybe looking at how the Australian Open um, kind of covered their sport and, and like looked into a few of the moments of it. Um, but look, I don't think the Australian Open has done anything particularly brilliant with their like coverage apart from share it all. Um, but I do think that what has emerged from all of this is just like it's reminded people how good sport can be. I think like from whether it's going to an event, consuming it on TV, looking at it on social media, I've had one of the best like times over the last week, just looking at what people have produced, whether it's the Australian open, whether it's individual people on Twitter, whether it's graphic designers making um, stuff, the Ash Barty and special K the Kyrgios and Kokonakis um, yeah. double thing. Some of the moments that have come out of the thing as well. So I just thought I'd, I pulled together a couple of examples here that I, I really liked, um, starting with my favourite. And now, Bax, are you a Seinfeld fan? I've never seen an episode of Seinfeld, but I should. <laughs> Fuck, I love bringing up the fact that you've never watched it. So 
Yeah, I was going to say, you you knew that. I knew that. Just I just like to, re- I just like to remind up. it. Anyway, there's this really uh, famous episode of Seinfeld where George Costanza, one of the main characters, goes to the US Open and is like caught on the broadcast eating an ice cream sundae and it's all like over his face and he gets really embarrassed because like everyone sees it obviously and it's just the commentators are making fun of it. The other day, Steve Waugh, former Australian cricket captain, test legend, all this kind of stuff, was at the cricket eating a Cornetto. Um, Georgie Parker on Twitter put out this thing. Surely someone puts, um, waiting for someone to make Steve Waugh eating an ice cream into a gif. And let me tell you, Anthony Clark has come to the table because he's not just put it into a gif. He's remade the Seinfeld footage with Steve Waugh instead of George Costanza. So it's the whole scene, but it's just Steve Waugh really enjoying his like Cornetto or, or drumstick or whatever it is. And then just Kramer like pissing himself laughing. I think it's funny, but can I say how stupid this type of stuff is oh, like who gives a shit that someone's I, eating an ice cream i get it though because it's what gets like, clicked yeah yeah it's what get clicked and, I, and it's again it's what you've got to realize about um something like the australian open which isn't probably your typical tennis fan it's sports fans who just love the fact that it's in australia right and it's consumable for the first time yeah. they're getting involved in the content creation as well and i feel as like a a sporting institution what the Australian Open could have done more of is lean on this community generated content a little bit and shared a little bit more of these like community highlights and whatnot. Um, but that's another point, but I just thought that was, that was pretty funny. Um, my second one comes from Tim Rosen. I think this was just a pretty funny tweet that I, that I liked, um, again about like how the community gets involved and like, doing this but Ash, yeah brilliant <laughs> so like ash barty has obviously like just won all of her matches in under two hours or two hours or less so tim rosen ash barty been parking her car in a one hour zone the entire tournament australian open brilliant great, like sure great tweet peak again, twitter that's just what you like <laughs> peak twitter it's been peak twitter this week i've also like again to the the seinfeld point as well this is where like as an australian open you've got a million things going on but perhaps like leverage of some of these ideas that people are having in the community and produce something like that. Like go out, take a photo of a, a car park with just like one hour car park and yeah. be like, this is where Ash has been parking or something like that. It's a really good point. It brings everyone together. It's like what we've missed, I think, with yeah. sport and crowds. Not there. And the crowds being there obviously helps. Yeah, absolutely. And having so many successful Aussies, Aussies in it this time as well. Aussies um, gnarly, man. Next one, I... Uh, Again, this was close to being boss of the week for me, but this is just a, a very, very powerful photo. Um, for those at home, uh, it's Dylan Alcott. So if you're not aware who Dylan Alcott is, he's a famous um, Australian tennis player who's had a lot of success in, um, in wheelchair tennis, which is obviously disabled. Um, and in the photo, it's just him and this little disabled child um, just fist bumping near, near the funny. net. Um and the, the tweet that goes along with it is the reason we do what we do bigger than tennis. Um, again, wholesome, wholesome moment it. that comes out on social media. Nice, simple bit of content from an athlete as well, showing his appreciation for where he is today and, and what why it's so important to him as mm. well. Dylan's good at communicating that. Yeah. Like uh, the very, appreciation. Very good as well. I think like being in a, um, a position of like, 
where he is as well as like such a successful athlete and recognizing that like it's all you ever really want from your athletes isn't it like to recognize the impact that they have on the community yeah, yeah. and i think he from what he i mean his farewell speech the retirement speech the other day like it's not about uh, you get the impression it's not about the wins and the medals it's about his impact which he always um talks about yeah exactly um oh so, i really had this as my boss this yeah next one. this was great as well um we're rolling through these so there's a fair few to to have a look at i'd highly recommend if you're just listening jump onto the youtube version of this because some of them are quite visual but um this was i actually watched this live so this is one of the games i watched so this was pretty amazing right so alizé cornet cornet alizé cornet the the french tennis player who in herself had a pretty amazing story like first time she made uh quarterfinals in her 16 years of playing tennis so quite sensational on her own um after she won the match to go into the quarterfinals, former Australian tennis player Elena Dokic, who's had a pretty like turbulent history, um, is again like this is the power of sport and like I think the beauty of it and athletes recognizing other athletes and creating their own special moments in the moment. Alizé Cornet could have really made this moment about herself, but Elena Dokic was doing the on-field interview, mm. and Alizé kind of turned around and just congratulated Yelena on her own progression. Um, if we, I reckon we roll this one because it's pretty nice to listen to as well. Yeah. Wait. So I just want to thank my box first, but also I want to tell you something, yes, how you moved on in your life. I think we can all congratulate you because we, you were an amazing player and now you're an amazing commentator. So bravo, Yelena. I, I saw this and didn't didn't know the background. So yeah, Yelena Dokic used That's to be a, a um a tennis player for Australia, fairly successful. Um, yeah, I, I knew I knew that part, but you you make it sound like there's something. Well, her, her dad um, Demir Dokic was a nut, like um, uh, very crazy. Does ring a bell? And yeah, I think okay. there's like physical and mental abuse that went on throughout her career. Um, and she eventually had the courage to like all the strength rather to step away from him. Um, but obviously like by that stage, her career had already like yeah kind of dwindled away. So for her to find a, a bit of peace to be back in tennis, I think is like a really cool story. Cause obviously it'd be pretty hard oh, to yeah. come back to a space where it used to be um, pretty damaging. How's the, um, the, almost the awareness from like in the moment for Eliza? So I didn't know how you pronounce it. Alizé to actually say that in the moment. <laughs> like, mm. I don't know if that's something you sort of think about before you win the match, but um, that's pretty cool. No, that's what I mean. I think like, again, these are the wholesome moments of content that is so good that they're sharing and like showing mm. that it's just more than a sport. It's a bit of a community as well. I mean, obviously this is the moment we all were waiting for as Australian tennis fans, but um, Ash Barty, first female player to to win a first female Australian player to win the Australian Open in 44 years, but also only the second Indigenous um, Australian to win it. Um, yeah. A great moment that's been captured really well by the Australian Open and shared really well is like the surprise of Yvonne Goolagong 
Corley, the first Indigenous lady to win the Australian That's Open, coming out really and presenting. Cool, yeah, it? yeah. Um, it's just another wholesome moment from it. But um, there's a little bit, a few bits of content that come out of this. Obviously, the the presentation itself. But have a look at the the next one because the photo of this is fucking sensational. Like, I think it was uh, Megan Hasweit who posted our friend. Um, Shouts, Megan. Yeah. She made, Good to have you back. that one. Yeah. (laughs) There it is. How cool is that photo? Yeah, it's cool. For those at home, it's Ash and Yvonne, like, kind of embracing themselves, but it's from the behind perspective. So you see the line of photographers in the front, the Melbourne sign. Uh, It's just, like, a really cool, I think, a really cool moment. And then there was another few where Kathy Freeman was also in it as well. And it's, like, these three icons of Australian sport, but what a moment to have them all together as the, like, Indigenous community. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I love the moment that um, it was obvious that Ash wasn't aware that um, she was coming out. Um, yeah. Completely, completely irrelevant to this. I often thought, think about these massive moments, seeing this these line of photographers all in the same position. Mm. Would you not go out of your way to find, just just avoid where everyone is? I know it would be hard, but this, using this shot, for example, could just be a shot from the phone, but this shot would be so much powerful, more powerful and yours compared to... 20 photos from that one angle in front of them. Just interesting to me that there's always from these big moments a massive line and everybody's essentially got the same photo. I think you've, yeah, I think like it's just because it is an international event and there'd be so many distributors looking for yeah. this this particular photo. Like that's the photo they want and they don't want to have to pay someone else. I've already paid someone to go and cover it. So I True. I get what you mean, like, but... Did you watch any of the coverage of Ash afterwards and how she was just walking around doing interviews for like yeah. the entire the night after? So yeah, you can probably appreciate where they just got to condense it all, I guess. Yeah, true. And you don't want to miss the shot that you're getting paid to get to be creative, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is probably good. This one just needs sound. Okay. It's it's nope. the it's the Yvonne Gulagong moment, but it's the way we all wanted to see it. Oh. And thank you, Z, for this. I have a little surprise. We have a special guest to present the finalist trophy in the Daphne Akers Memorial Cup. Would you please welcome a 13-time Grand Slam champion, four-time winner here at the Australian Open. She is a legend of our game. Put your hands together for Yvonne Gulagong Colley. <laughs> the strut, the strut sits in perfect. Oh my God. <laughs> By God, <laughs> this is why going back to why Twitter makes it so like just that—that's what Twitter is for in in my mind. Like whenever there's a big event, I jump on to see what idiots made the next thing that goes viral. Well oh, done, Z. Z. Um, I think it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Again, to my point earlier, the point with all of these is just the reminder that like sport can be a really uniting thing. Uh, for yeah. a lot of people and it doesn't even mat- really matter what the event is but if you can tap into that as a content creator and I think that the Australian Open have done a really good job but I think they missed out on several opportunities to do like a little bit more um, to lean yeah. into the community and really like take a few of their ideas and, and run with them um, I, I just really like you- sorry sorry go on no it's just like a little bit of a reminder to always be aware of like what's going on in the sport online that you're you're working on and, and take an inspiration from that. 
Yeah. No, I really like that train of thought that you mentioned before of using the example of taking a photo of the one hour um, parking sign. Like that's, that's very doable and it's almost like your plan of attack is because because we're not sure who's going to win or who plays well, why don't we be reactionary to what people uh, notice online and what people are talking about on Twitter? Like let's react to that as opposed to plan too much because that, yeah, like that that's a really different approach. I think I like I, I like that. Yeah. And as as like, because then they're the Australian Open, right? They're not like Team Barty or Team like no. whoever else. They can they can get away with a little bit more of this kind of stuff because, yeah, they're, they're athletes. They're, the, they're promoting the game, not the athlete of the individual. So have some fun as well. Yeah, Jules, you know what pisses me off? What, Michael? I put four eggs in the fry pan the other morning and stuffed up two and they were, they broke, the yolk was everywhere and I'm pissed off about it. I I want to sort of boss myself on the back of this this intro because I took them and gave Elise the perfect ones. Oh, that's very chivalrous of you. Thank you. Um. Anyway, egg of the week. Egg of the week. Egg of the week. That was my intro. Let's talk. Let's talk eggs. Um, I want to, I want to quickly, you go first. Cause we're on the subject of tennis. Did you see the guy that got kicked out of the game? <laughs> I last did. Night? I did see <laughs> so, the guy that got kicked out. So for anyone, anyone doesn't know, obviously there's a lot of heroes at the tennis that like to yell out, have their two seconds of fame built. See, we've just been doing that in the office yesterday. Oh. I actually quite find it funny, but anyway, um, so this guy in the, in Ash Barty's the, fi- the final with Ash Barty last night. No, sorry. It was no, the, it was the doubles. Doubles. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Apologies. Fuck. I'm so sorry. Um, they. This guy probably looked youngish, bit hipster. He didn't get his two seconds of fame. He got way too much. He got about a minute of fame where basically he yelled out something while no one else was speaking. So it was very obvious who it was. Nick Kyrgios, Kokonakis. Everyone sort of turned on him and said, "Kick him out." Kick him out. So anyway, the whole game stops. And and meanwhile, this is close to the final, like the championship point. This is this is, takes away the energy from the last few points of the game. And everybody stops. Security comes down. Everybody's pointing at this dude. And he awkwardly walks out. And not only that, his mates get kicked out as well. What a massive <laughs> egg. <laughs> you got your moment and you look like an absolute fool on national television. I think it's funny because they've waited that long for that match as well. And then just yeah. to get kicked out before he even it's gets so to celebrate. Yeah. And you, oh, it's just, it, and actually I was worried it took the momentum out of the last, like the winning point that yeah. gets played. But anyway, I, what a, just an egg. I did feel like the broadcasters probably could have avoided from like plastering his face all over the, uh, stop the it. TV. <laughs> you want to be, you want to be the hero. Then yeah, they'll make true. you a hero. You got you to cop that. Yeah, that's very true. Um, <laughs> good find. Now my egg, I I didn't, I don't think I had an egg last week, so I had to come to the table today. I've got two you stories. Can't. I got two you stories. Can't. One is personal. I'm egging myself. So, Last week, I'm Bucks, um, I think I told you I had a 30th on the Saturday. The Saturday. <laughs> Sat- the Saturday. The Bogan Jewels entered the building. The Saturday Arvo. Um, so get ready, leave. Uh, the party in my mind started about like one o'clock. So I naturally, I'm always late. And I thought we were going to be there for a while cool. Saturday night. So I, I left at two in the Uber on the way there. And it's at a friend's house in Hillside, which is about 25 minutes away from where I live. And then I get a group message um, from 
from the event on Facebook saying with a picture posted and saying, Oh, all these drinks are ready for you tomorrow. And oh, I'm like, no. And in my mind, I'm like, there'd been another group message floating around because a few of the boys were going to go and watch the UFC tomorrow. And I thought, okay, party on Saturday. And then they were going to kick on yeah. with UFC on Sunday. And I thought, yeah, that's fine. I don't watch UFC. I'll just go for the Saturday. But then I, it got me curious and I was like, wait a minute. Have I, have I fucked this up, right? Like, what, have I royally stuffed this up? And I go <laughs> into the ev- fucked it. And I go to the event and sure enough, the, the party wasn't on Saturday. It was a day early. So it turns out even though I was late on Hang the Saturday, on. it was early for the Sunday. Hang on. I, I want to talk. You saw the message and you didn't triple check your, your Facebook. Well, I was already in the Uber when that message came through. But did you look at it when you're in the Uber? So yeah, yeah. no, no, I was like, so I was in the Uber, it came through. I look at it and I'm like, hold on, this is a bit sus. Let me just double check the event. Double check the event, already halfway there. And but I was you like, followed through with the whole, you followed through with getting there. You didn't just No, 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 I didn't get there. Uh, I ended okay. up, we luckily, we had something else we could go to and we had to like, Okay. Cage halfway through. So it's not a complete egg. I mean, yeah, I, I was going to, I had questions. I had questions. I didn't just rock up to the party. Yeah. Where it wasn't. <laughs> that's, no. the, no. that's how you worded it that you no, arrived. You're like, that. oh shit, the, the Facebook invite <laughs> happened to be correct. <laughs> um, but just egging myself and my lack of attention to detail. Um, yeah, you're a fuckwit. Good on you. Yeah, good one. My next one. Now, this is this is very Carlton specific. And I hope we've got some Carlton fans or people who know Carlton reasonably well. Um, Friday barks, big hailstorm, big rainstorm. Um, and obviously Carlton, not obviously Carlton had a home game this week on Sunday. Um, so there's a little bit of preparation that needs to go into the ground and the signage and whatnot. And that, that falls to our facilities team. And as part of our facilities team, uh, we have our good friend, Anthony Meatball, Sarah and, and Jonathan, who's, who's just started as like the, the main man in terms of facilities. Uh, they had to do the the goalpost wraps uh, to get them up. Can you guess when they had all week, right? They had all week to do this. Can you guess when they decide to go out and put the goalpost wraps on? I'd, I'd assume they left it too late and had to do it during the hail. They went out as it had just started raining and they got caught in the hail um, putting up these goalpost wraps. So a little bit of video here. There's Meatball in the car, leaving Jonathan out to just strap these out while the hail falls on. Um, is, this, is this you talking? Yeah, that's me talking at the start, trying to get his attention. So Meatball's driving around in a golf cart, hail falling everywhere. Poor Jonathan out there just strapping on these goalpost straps. Jonathan's unfazed. Unfazed. He's just going about his business. He's got a minor concussion for all the hailstones. <laughs> but we're all great good. Fun. Great uh, original content for you. Yeah. Egg of the week. Egg of the massive egg. And also Jonathan Boss there. Yeah. You're cool. Now we're on to our other favourite so- segment here, Barks. Um, you've already kicked it off a little bit, but let's hit the music. Boss of the week. Boss of the week. Boss, 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 boss. Boss of the week. Okay. Of the week. Yeah, nice. Um, you want to kick us off? I can kick us off. Now, there's been a lot of good moments in tennis, but obviously, the, not obviously. I keep saying obviously. It's not obvious. Like, people don't watch every single sport. 
I'm sorry. Well, maybe that's your go-to word. You know how everyone yeah. has a word while they're talking? Obviously. It's just two sides to everything, Barks. But anyway. Look, it's two sides to it, mate. Maybe um, yes, maybe no. <laughs> the women's ashes is also kicked on. Um, and there was a bit of a rain delay the other day. So a few kids were um, just keeping themselves entertained in, in the rain um, with a tennis ball and a just a plastic bottle. It looks like they were playing cricket, just, you know. Uh, no drama having the time of their life as well they don't look too phased that they're just playing with a water bottle and a tennis uh, um, a tennis ball (sighs) but then famous cricketer and uh, like a legend of the game now a commentator came out Mel Jones came out and actually gave them a brand new cricket bat to play with um, so they could like just carry on like and then had a little bit. I think a few of them stopped, stayed around, and played a little bit of cricket with them. Just again, it's another not, wholesome community moment. And it didn't take much, does it? Like, it's a cricket bat. Like, nah. there are probably millions of them lying around. You know what this lends really well to? What's Your that? first point. First point of the pod. Reactionary to mm. what you see. So, how good a piece of content and how nice has this been? Oh, like, what they can post on their socials and actually, yeah. I guess, bring the community into their day of the cricket. And it's all just by reacting as to what the kid like there were a couple of kids playing yeah cricket and it's like all right let's go bring him a bat yeah saw it on the broadcast or someone brought it to their attention and and like kudos to the person who made this all happen because i'm sure it wasn't mel jones who like saw it when it got a cricket bat but like um just having the idea and, and everyone going along with it making it happen so quickly like bosses all of them well played well played you bunch of bosses all right, I've got, I've got a few. Um, let's just kick it off with, I think this is on an NFL one, quick one. This guy was warming up in the middle of um, the opposition team's cheerleaders. Had no shits about doing his opposite. His, I think he was like lining up for his goal-kicking action. Um, I forgot what team it was, but let's have a watch. Oh, let's have a look. Oh, so Kansas blue, City. Kansas City. I don't know who the Buffalo Bills. What, cowboy. This is Cowboys cheer team. Oh, Cowboys. So the Cowboys cheer team were just doing their little halftime routine or whatever they're doing. Um, and this guy, Robbie Gold, is just practicing his field goal <laughs> to, uh, kick in front of it, in, in the middle of it. That's nuts. That's fun. Quick boss, very important boss, though, during the week. Um, you actually met, I think, the main... So um, if for those that didn't see, the Aboriginal flag was officially mm. freed, which means that um, all Australians have the right to use it for free, which was a massive campaign Huge. from Closing the Gaps. And specifically, if I got this name right, Laura Thompson, right? You met, yep. you, you actually met Laura. We did um, some stuff with Carlton with her last year and you actually you got to meet her. So shouts to the massive boss to them and the work they do. Um, just wanted to acknowledge that. Yeah, great, great call. They did tireless work there at Clothing the, the Gaps. The amount of work, yeah. Yeah, and they, I think they celebrated as they should. They spray-painted a big uh, D on their Free the Flag um, Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's building. cool, actually. Yeah, that was super cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, ending my last boss, back to the tennis world. Uh, a little a ball girl um, decided to, I think, I don't know if it was Curious that smashed his racket. Um, but she saw a broken racket just sitting there and I don't know if the tweet's right, but she saw it, sort of looks guiltily at the other ball person and grabs it. And she's going <laughs> to pocket a souvenir. <laughs> gives, gives a little shrug, walks off with it. I hope she kept it. <laughs> I hope so as well. 
Oh, where was Rafa? I don't know who it was, but there's a broken broken racket on the ground and she picks it up, sort of looks really guilty, hides it, not that you can hide a racket, and walks yeah, off with it. Fair enough. Well Good on you. I mean, if they're not going to clean up their own mess, it's your, it's your free exactly. property. Yeah. Exactly. Souvenir. Could be worth millions. Might be an well, NFT. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, we'll end this bad boy of an episode with everyone's. Well, we, it's funny how we'd like to introduce every segment as the favorite segment. I think we're just trying to hype it up too much, maybe. But um, mic's yes. up. Hit the music. But hit the music. Back to back weeks. We love it. Yes. You mic me up. It's Mike because uh, it's my name. Um, I just had a few bosses. Why don't you kick us off? Is this your second one? Uh, this is my med- second run. I'm back on the Medvedev Medvedev wagon. I actually love him. I think he's my new favorite I tennis player. I honestly can't tell if yeah. I like him or don't like him. I appreciate that he li- that he likes to cause shit, basically. Yeah. Um, this is again, it's just a bit of community content from his big rant that he went on to the um, umpire, uh, which wasn't great in the in all things, but like no. this little bit of it, I think it's just. It's hilarious. Sorry, God. Gotta get some sound. Look at me! I'm talking to you! <laughs> That's awful. Who, who thinks they can speak to people like that? I don't care what you've done. <laughs> Just the way he says it. Look at me! I'm talking to you! <laughs> Great you like Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Terminator <laughs> or something? My God. The caption from this Blake Johnson dude is meat to my cat, yeah. which is funny. People just use these bites again. Twitter, it's a real great. Twitter episode. It's been a this great one, great week of Twitter. Great week of Twitter, and they, it's you're right. It's all because there's a big sporting event yeah. brings everyone together. But uh, yeah, I mean, dev. don't don't listen to the full rant. He also there's also one part of it where he he's clearly like, and forgive me for this, but he's trying clearly trying to call the umpire a pussy. But oh yeah, he, and he's he calls him a small know. cat or something. Small cat. <laughs> It's pretty funny. He he's gonna create some content. We need to follow him after Shine Open. Keep it's just keep angry content. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Med for Dev of the Week. <laughs> uh, I got it. NBL um, have provided a few mic yeah. up um, ones for me, and I've got another one. So the Jack, the Tasmania Jack Jumpers, everybody's favorite team name in the NBL. <laughs> um, don't know the coach's head coach's name off the top of my head, but he the broadcast catches his raw emotion. To, Listen for, you have to sort of hear it beyond the commentary, but um, his raw emotion just literally screaming at the crowd. So he's walking up to the crowd, pumping his fist, waving his hands. I just love the raw emotion that you can't, you can't teach this passion. He is, he really loved it. This This is real. This is, if you know the... Is this their first win? Who do you think you are? I am. Not their first win. They just must have. I didn't watch the catch the game, but it must have just been a pretty big one, emotional win or big. Yeah, and I I just loved it. I think I think it's really cool. I I don't know about you, Jules, but whenever I see like players screaming, obviously in the basketball world, they scream at the camera or they're like absolutely going berserk. There's part of my brain that really wants to know what they're saying because I can't comprehend what you actually say. Like, do you just scream yes? Like, do you scream come on? Like, what do you say? I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think they should just let it go, but I suppose a lot of the times they swear, so they kind of just like walk it out. <laughs> um, that's, that's really cool though. I mean, that also gives – it's similar to like in many organisations when you, when you see your boss or captain or whatever showing emotion, you know that you can yeah, do that care. as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, and they care, point. yeah. Um, 
So it encourages the players to show that level of emotion and not just be robotic athletes and whatnot. Um, yeah, that's yeah. good. And shows the fans and um, yeah. community as well that, yeah, again, they care. So How much they care. Good on you. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, let's wrap this up. Hey, Michael. Okay, guys, wrap it up. Pete, Pete. We should. We haven't thrown. To, we don't really mention Pete. Sorry, yeah. Pete. We haven't talked about you much. You do great work. I know you work tirelessly during the week. So shout yeah. out to you. Recording the the intros, outros, and every week. wrap it up every it, week is start. He does. It's fresh. It's not. Yeah. It's not a repeat. He doesn't like to repeat. It, anyway, if, get on with it. If you listen back to every episode, you'll you'll see that no Pete actually sounds <laughs> <Subtle>. the same. <laughs> Subtle <laughs> differences. All right. Well, that's a that's another episode of the content catch up done. Um. Just want to give another thanks to Lee Olson for um, episode seven the other a couple of weeks ago now. Um, if you haven't listened to it, really go have a listen to it because it is a really insightful uh, look into the digital design world. And the more I think about it, how it's progressed over in a short time, but over a long period of time as well. So thanks again, Lee, for, for that episode. We'll be back with a guest probably in the next couple of weeks, um, taking some yep. suggestions. So if anyone... Has anyone they want to hear from or can put us in touch with anyone, please feel free to slide into those DMs. But we are working on our next guest. Um, Barks, anything else from you? Nothing from me. Have a good week. I'll yeah. catch you next time I look at you. Hopefully tomorrow, maybe. Mm, maybe we can kiss. Um, to everyone else, make sure you like, follow and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And full episodes are up on YouTube with all the examples. Have a great week, everyone. See ya. Bye. Oh, don't you dare. You wake up. I'll cut this podcast.